0: and to help you feel inspired to get clear with who you are in order to create the life you desire. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Radiant Life Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to let go of the past. Ooh. Does that sting a little bit are you like oh yeah I hold on to things too long or I haven't been over- been able to overcome this situation this heartache whatever it may be just know that you are not alone I have personally experienced this I used to really dwell and live in the past um, but in order to really enjoy your present moment in life and really build the future of your dreams, you must let go of the past. So I'm really excited about this one and I'm so excited to have you here. So I'm going to be sharing a lot of juicy juicy info, a lot of information. This might be a little bit of a long one, might have to break it up into a few podcasts because there's so many different ways to be able to let go depending on your situation. But I'm going to share with you background knowledge of what I've learned, experience, what I've learned from my trainings, and give you some questions to ask yourself and some steps to help you overcome maybe this situation, this person, whatever it may be, and really allow you to let go of the past. So I'm excited to have you here. So first, it's really important to really understand like why we hold onto the past as human beings, right? Like. Why, why are we so attached? Why do we hold on? Why do some people hold on more than others? The first one is the need of certainty. Certainty is one of the six basic human needs, and we all want to feel certain. And why is that? Because we want to avoid pain, discomfort, and sometimes moving on from the past means stepping into the unknown. And what does that mean? That means the future. The only thing that is certain, the only thing that is known is our past. The future is unknown. So I really encourage you to start embracing the unknown and finding it as excitement versus like a fear or scare of the future. And the second reason why we hold on to the past is because it's because you have a strong emotional link towards a situation, a person, information, whatever it may be. So when we have emotion attached to information, it will trigger a response, and typically it's around, you know, pain or suffering, um, which makes, like, letting go of the past harder, especially if you're a lady, you know, we tend to feel things a lot more, right? I think it's, a, you know, you remember exactly how it felt or what you were doing when your first relationship ended, or you knew exactly what you were doing when 9-11 happened, right? Because there was such a strong emotional charge, But our goal is to, it's not like you're going to remember, I mean, excuse me, it's not like you're going to forget the past. It's always going to be there. Our goal is to let go of the attachment, let go of the emotional charge, release that energy so you can move on to your present and your future. And what I have found is when people have experiences, I think in general, our society, we don't have the tools to deal with it in the moment we don't know we weren't really taught how to release emotions how to work with it and what typically happens is an event will happen you'll have these emotions and you don't want to feel it and maybe that's because you grew up thinking crying made you weak whether you're a woman or male like maybe your father or teacher told you don't cry that's for the weak or you don't have the right to be angry you know somebody put that thought in your head right and so what happens is you either suppress it or repress it the difference between those is one's done consciously consciously and one is unconsciously unconsciously um excuse me I don't know why that sounded funny but anyways and what happens is you know it starts off like a little black bag like think of a little penny bag and you know you shove it down you repress it and then when it comes back up you're like I don't feel this heck no and you shove it back down again and again and again and then what happens it builds up more and more baggage and eventually you know you'll have a big black backpack on the back of your bag following you everywhere you go or a suitcase right and we want to release that because that's just we don't need that we don't need to be carrying that extra weight that extra burden that extra emotion it does not do you any service it does not serve you and it's also not human nature for us to hold on to these things. The prime directive of our unconscious mind is to actually let experiences go, whether that's sadness, guilt, anger, death, breakups. We aren't meant to hold on to it. That is not the, the way of living, the circle of life, right? And at some point, we need to release it, whether it's done consciously or unconsciously. And what I've found with my learnings and my experience, again, is that our society reacts differently when negative compared to the ancient way. So when negative emotions surface now, we all panic. We don't see the positive in the moment. We don't see what it's teaching us. And we think something's wrong with us. And then we deny it. We avoid it. And some of us will self-medicate or get prescribed medication And this is not here to say, you know, you shouldn't take medication. Maybe you do need it. Maybe you do have a chemical imbalance. But what I've found personally is that I used to be on all sorts of medications. I was on antidepressants. I was on anxiety medicine. I was on Adderall, like all of these things. And those were just Band-Aids to the deeper issue. I was avoiding my baggage, avoiding my problems, avoiding my traumas. And I wasn't working through it. I wasn't healing it. And again, I was repressing it. And that small bag got bigger and bigger. And when I was on medications, I would just feel numb. And that's not how I wanted to live anymore. And that's why I chose to get off all medication. That's what allowed me to really see how can I work through this? How can I heal this without relying on medication to numb the pain, right? And it can confuse our unconscious mind when we just repress it because we keep pushing those feelings down. Because again, it's prime directive is to feel it and to let go of it. And so it doesn't understand when you keep telling it, like, I want to be happy. And, you know, it tells you, okay, here's some sadness that you need to let go of first. And you're like, no, I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. And you shove that sadness back down. Like, it just, it, you confuse yourself, right? You confuse your unconscious mind. You must feel it and let it go and welcome it. You go, grow through what you go through. You just got to feel and heal. Um, so again, you can do this two ways, consciously or unconsciously. So consciously, this might lead to like a ceremony or maybe you go get a therapist to help you work through it or a coach. This is what I help my clients do is really allowing them to work through their wounds and their healing and their past traumas. And there's so many different ways, or you can do it, maybe it's something small, you can just do a ceremony, maybe you, you, know, you write a letter to somebody and you burn it, you burn their pictures to, you know, that typical breakup ceremony, you can do that consciously and choosing to let go and choosing to feel it and step away from it. And unconsciously, obviously, this is out of your hands. This is when your unconscious mind tells you, okay, it's time to let go of this, right? Um, And that's when that bag, that little bag, comes back up with all of your emotions, which can happen anytime, honestly. And we've all experienced this, you know, maybe you're having a good day and something triggered you or randomly you're just feeling upset and emotional. You just wanna cry, but you don't wanna cry because you don't know why you're crying, right? Um, Or maybe you think of a memory and then you start crying. And that is a sign that it's time to let go. Trust your unconscious mind that your body just needs to release this emotion. Emotions are just energy in motion, right? We need to release that energy. It's just energy. Don't put a label on it. Don't judge yourself for it when it comes up because it's just energy. So whatever comes up, cry it out, scream. Maybe you just need to sit there and allow your body to physically feel it versus like going crazy. But whatever it means, like let it out and express gratitude when this comes up instead of beating yourself up or judging yourself in any way, thank yourself. Thank God for the ability to release this emotion and move on. And I think it's important to take a look at what's your belief around letting go of emotions or a situation or just what's your belief around emotions. You know, we have so many things that are implanted by our society, our parents, our teachers, and that's not to blame them, but we want to make sure these beliefs serve you. So instead of thinking that letting go is so hard and I can't do it, or emotions are bad and they make me feel weak, those are all just beliefs made up in your head. Either someone put them in there for you or you did. So think about what you're telling yourself. Think about, tell yourself you know, letting go is easy. It's okay to feel these emotions. I'm forgiving, and I, entrust, I trust my unconscious mind to let go when it is needed. And when you can really allow yourself that space and hold it for yourself to feel it and let it go, you are releasing so much energy within, and you can then free up space to create, to release, to feel happiness and joy and freedom once you can feel maybe they're not the good feelings. I always tell my clients, you know, you need to have the bad days. You need to feel the low times for the good days to feel so good and so high, right? So before I go a little bit in deeper into the steps I believe that you can take when it comes to just letting go of the past, again, I might have to do a second series to this, but I want you to ask yourself if you're you know, around a journal or something, take note. Do this as a little workshop. I hosted something very similar to this in my workshops. I want you to ask yourself what may be something you have not let go of or released yet. Is keeping this memory serving you any benefit? Is it helping in any way? Or is it doing more harm to you holding it in, in your body, right? Because I want you to think of it. Just think of like a, a golf ball of energy in your body. Something's flowing. Maybe you have a back pain, an arm pain, a shoulder pain. That can come sometimes be from you repressing emotions or situations that you are not willing to feel and work through. Fun fact. Um, And then ask yourself, you know, why are you still holding on to this or why have you not released this? What fears or attachments do you have to it? And then ask yourself, what will happen if you choose to not let it go? Will you continue to feel worse? Will you continue to feel this heavy weight on your shoulders or your chest of energy? Will you continue to be grumpy and hold resentment or guilt or whatever it may be? And then what will happen if you choose to let it go? What else could you create in your life if you choose to let it go and you free up that energy? What can you welcome into your life? And ask yourself, what would you like to do and feel instead, given this circumstance? And just asking yourself these deep questions. Journal through them. Take some time. Press pause. And really dive deep about it. So I kind of came up with, you know, these steps. And there's so many different ways to letting go. But these are very, very basic ones that I think you can apply and take away from. So The first one, when it comes to like being able to letting go of the past, whatever circumstance you're working with, could be big or small. It's important to first acknowledge and accept the past. Many times we're in denial. We hope like to not forget about it. Or if we don't acknowledge it, that means it didn't happen, right? Or you don't feel the hurt or the pain. But honestly, denying it or dwelling on it, will create more pain it's just trapping more energy for you and I mean it's life shit happens and it's always for us it's not to you it's for you right and it's not going to go away until you learn what you need to learn from that situation when shit happens in life it's always there to teach us something right So acknowledge it and accept the past and accept it for what it is because it's brought you to this very moment. It's made you who you are today and that is okay. You're here to learn and grow from it. Second one, ooh, I love this one, is stop blaming others. This gets you nowhere. It's no one else's responsibility to heal you or to fix the problem because when you point to someone like you made me feel this way you did this and this caused a horrible memory yada 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 i want you to think about it point your finger at someone or just point right now you know you see your pointer finger pointing at that person but what happens to your middle your ring and your pinky those are three fingers pointing right back at you your responsibility because when you point to someone you are giving them the power over you. You're giving them the power over the situation. And that's not the case. You have power over your life. It is your responsibility. It's not your responsibility for how people act, how people feel, respond. You are responsible for how you feel, how you act, how you your actions moving forward. And it's so easy to point and to blame, right? That's why we all do it. Well, they didn't apologize, so I'm going to hold a grudge. Well, you know what? Now it's your responsibility to learn from it. There's a lesson. Maybe you don't trust that person. Maybe I don't know. Whatever the circumstances is, and it's your person. It's your responsibility to learn from it, to forgive, to feel it out, and let go for your own happiness, for your own sanity. We cannot blame others. We can't blame our parents, our teachers. We can understand where they came from because you know they were all- they were doing the best they could with the resources they had. But blaming gets us nowhere, and we need to choose a better way to accept it, whether it's good or bad, and choose how we want to react and to stop blaming others. Sorry for the tough love, but stop blaming others. The third one is determining why moving on from this past moment, person, whatever it is, is necessary, and shift your perspective. So what are you holding on to? Like the questions I just brought up earlier... Was it a failed relationship, a fight you can't get over? Do you need to forgive someone? Maybe you do, and that can be done in person, through a message, or just through your heart to allow you to let go of the anger, the sadness, whatever it is for you to step into more you know, happiness. So identify and ask yourself, what are the reasons I must move past this? How will your life change when you learn to move on? How will you feel in this new chapter when you can release that bag that's holding on to you? And when you can determine like a clear sense of purpose for this goal, like why must I move on to it? It will allow you to stay committed and it'll, and allow you to see these emotions or things when they come up in a better light. It's like similar as to a why with your goals. Like I must move on from this so I can live a happier life. And just a side note, you might be working on moving on from something and you thought you healed it. And then months later, it comes back up and emotion comes up. That's okay. That is normal. It's just, you know, a little reminder from your unconscious mind, like you just have a little bit more work to do. You just have a little bit more emotion to release. And if you welcome it with open arms, with gratitude and no judgment and no labels, you eventually will be able to fully let it go. And when you create a reason why it's so necessary for you to let go of things you can go deeper so a step you can do if it's if you want to work on letting go is just breaking it into smaller pieces like why must I let go of something so maybe you lost your job right so there's a lot of emotions that and feelings that you probably have to that so maybe you just start with letting go of the fact that you're not going to see your co-workers or every day letting go of not having you know those fun lunch times, letting go of not having that same parking spot, letting go of whatever you know. Those are little things you can let go of, and then that can bring more awareness to how you're feeling. Maybe you're feeling the fear of not getting another job, or maybe you realize, wow, this is a blessing in disguise. And when you can break it into smaller segments, you can really get more clear of the deeper thoughts and feelings around this situation, and that you can really begin to let go from a whole aspect, little by little. But a part of this step is to shift your perspective. So I challenge you to place this event in a different context. See it from a different perspective. To hold it in a different paradigm with a different significance and meaning to it. When you can see a life in general as happening for you and never to you, everything set like just shifts. I remember the first time I really noticed that, I was like, oh my God, everything's always happening for me, not to me. I had a very, very victim mindset and mentality because if you can notice that and you can shift your perspective and you can always look for what's the gift in this or what's the lesson? What is this teaching me? What, what am I supposed to gain from this? No matter how tragic this event may be, unfortunately, yes, it's happening for you, but it's for a reason. Maybe you're meant to help others go through what you went through and you can guide them. Maybe you can help others not make the same mistakes you have. You, there's always a bigger purpose for it, right? And when you can shift your perspective and see it in a different context, this is a great process that allows healing and within your healing journey. All right, four is identifying an emotional habit that you have. So this can be really hard and this can be really deep, but it's kind of like, how do you live your life? Where do you live naturally, like emotionally on a daily basis? What's your go-to emotion when something happens? Is it that you want to cry and you feel sad? Is it anger? Is it irritation? Is it guilt? Really pinpoint this because sometimes you don't notice that you're being stuck in a negative emotional loophole, right? And these go-to emotions of yours affect every area of your life. The way you do one thing is how you is the way you do everything, so taking control of these negative feelings and really understanding where do I naturally emotionally stand? Because when you can see it in that way, you can say, okay, I feel very sad about the situation, but I, there's no reason to feel that emotion or not like it doesn't make sense. So you can kind of understand your go-to emotion is sadness or irritation or guilt. And then you can ask yourself, why? When did this emotion first come up? how can i heal that and work through it to then be able to heal and work through other areas of my life right emotions are just and thoughts are just like muscles you need to work on them consciously so you can train yourself you know not to feel sad or depressed as a go to emotion that doesn't mean you're not your your emotions are valid but before even giving yourself a fair chance of actually responding and reacting properly if you're just so trained just to always feel depressed and to always feel sad and irritated it's just you're just using that muscle so strongly and you're not even giving your other emotions a chance to kind of squeeze in and really i mean <laughs> react the way it should right i don't know if that makes sense that's kind of what i noticed about myself and this just takes time to become aware of your thoughts this kind of ties into the fifth one, which is, you know, training your mind and learning to forgive because you want to become aware of your thoughts and your feelings and to take control of them versus allowing them to take control and have control over you That's a, as a habit, right? And so when you train your mind, you can train it to think more positively or bring more awareness to shift your thoughts into a more positive way of thinking and then feeling because everything stems from a thought. And this is going to be daily. This is going to be practice. This is going to be conscious effort. And if you don't know your emotions or your habits about them, they're controlling you versus you are being in control of them. So it's really bringing that awareness to it. And then you can then shift it, like telling yourself power, empowering stories or affirmations or surrounding yourself with people to uplift you. And it's funny because... I don't watch Star Wars, but I did hear this quote once that said, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Right? Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. So this ties in the learning to forgive. Maybe you need to forgive someone. Maybe you need to forgive yourself. And forgiveness does not mean it was okay. I think that's a big reason like people hold grudges and they hold grudges because they don't want to forgive someone because they don't want that person to think it was okay what they did to them. No, 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 no. What forgiveness really means is I don't agree with what you did, but I'm willing to let it go to not take up space in my life. You forgive someone for you, not for the other person. You forgive someone so you can feel better, so you can feel good, not for the other person. So really learning how to train your mind to see things differently, to become aware of these emotions and these habits, and learning to forgive. The sixth one is focusing on your personal growth. This will allow you to continue to heal, grow, expand, and let go of the past. And this might look differently from everyone. Um, you can always just pinpoint what areas of your life that you need work on. What obstacles are you facing? Like, do you need a coach? Do you need to... What can you work on? Do you want to develop more of a career? Do you need to let go of toxic relationships? Are you aligned with who you are? What you truly want? What's your purpose? Like, But just the more you work on yourself, the better you will be able to let go and work through whatever has happened in your past. You'll heal. You'll grow from it, Right. And this is beautiful. I mean, we're humans. We're meant to constantly grow and evolve, not just stay, you know, in the same place. So working on that. And you have two choices when it comes to this. You can step forward into the unknown, or you can and grow and expand and become a better person, or you go back into your safety zone, right? Sometimes we let we have all these fears of making the wrong decision paralyze us, like, Oh, I don't know if I should invest in this coach, or I don't know if I want to go to therapy or what I look like, or whatever it may be. But no, break that cycle. To change, you must embrace the unknown. To change, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Change is good and it's growth. And so, working on your personal growth is going to get you there. And maybe this just means changing your environment. I think this is another. This was another step of mine, but I want to just add it into number, what was that, six? Instead of having seven, we're just going to add this, personal growth and changing your environment. This might mean, you know, changing your location, your house, your friend group. You know, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So are you in an environment with people that are toxic, that are reminding you of these things, that are allowing, like feeding into your emotions and your victim mentality and all of this? Or are you surrounding yourself with positive people, with ambitious people who want to grow themselves and do that personal growth and help you grow and let go. It makes a huge difference. I promise and I'm telling you this. Um, and the eighth one is, again, we're kind of retouching on this because I think this is the biggest reminder or important is changing your thought patterns, which will allow you to change the memory. Not, you know, the memory's there, but it's, we want it to be there without an emotional charge, without a trigger, right? So if you continue to think the same thoughts about this person, about this memory, about this circumstance, how do you expect to change? It's, you know, it's easy to be on autopilot and to think the same thought about it every time. But instead, change change it, become aware of it and shift the thoughts around it so you can shift the feelings and the charge and attachments towards that memory. So whenever you catch yourself thinking the same thoughts, or if you catch yourself dwelling in this unpleasant situation in the past, I encourage you to take a deep breath. Not like a, no, like a big inhale, like do it with me right now. Take a deep breath and remind yourself that feeling this way or thinking this way is just in your head and you can make the conscious decision to shake off your negative thought patterns and replace them with something positive to take that power back to shifting how you think and feel about this situation reminding yourself that you forgave yourself or that person to free up the space not saying what happened is okay It's changing the way we see it, though, for our own sanity and for our own health and well-being. And right there, after you take that deep breath, decide in that moment you are in charge. You're in charge of your future, your thoughts. Your past does not define you. And you have the power to make a shift. Well... That concludes today's episode. Those were my seven to eight little tips on, you know, being able to really letting go of the past. Maybe it's letting go of the person you used to be or a bad situation and whatever it may be. I mean, for me, a lot I had to let go of was who I used to be in the past, things I felt ashamed of, guilty of. I mean, of course, everybody has something they need to let go of, but just reminding yourself you have the power and you can't blame others and it needs, you know, you need to forgive and work on yourself. And this is something that's going to work be worked on every single day consciously until that becomes a new habit of yours. Until you you will notice that like, wow, I don't feel as triggered or as emotionally attached. And that's when you know the healing process is going and it's such a beautiful thing and everyone deserves to feel that way. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please be sh- be sure to share it with me. You can write me a review on Apple iTunes so I know how you felt about it and I can keep this good stuff coming your way. Or if you want to screenshot this, tag me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. And if you found this was valuable or somebody else could find a lot of value from it, if you know somebody that's been stuck in a, you know, over a person, a situation, and they really could use this episode, please share it with them and let's continue to work on ourselves so we can make the world a better place i love you i appreciate you so much for listening i cannot wait to see you in the next episode and in the meantime go out there and continue to embrace embrace your radiance thank you so much for tuning in today if you enjoyed this episode please share it with me and write an apple itunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't following me already, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, continue to shine bright and embrace your radiance.